Welcome. I'm Connor Beaton, and joining me today is my special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself, wifey? <laughs> Your wife, Vienna Farron. <laughs> the one, the only. Uh, well, welcome to the show. I actually could be the only Vienna Farron. I think it's you, possible. I mean, I think you might be the only Vienna Farron. Yes, like I know that, that there that are name. there are Viennas and there are Farrens, of course, but yeah. Uh, but Viennas that are also Farrens? I don't know. I haven't found one. Doesn't doesn't Farron <laughs> Farron mean uh Farron. doesn't it mean like Pharaoh, like king? It is Lebanese. Uh, -huh. uh and I was always told growing up <laughs> that if you just trade out the the H for or the N for the H, you got you got Pharaoh. So uh, uh so it's so you have to substitute a letter to be a king. Well, We'll just we'll just pretend there's some royalty. <laughs> all right, all right. So mystery will stay there. Yeah. How are you? How's the how's the mindful MFT going? Mindful MFT is great. Um, I am I am also great. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. have we have had a busy 2019. Yes, it's been very busy and really fun and exciting and great projects and retreats and experiences and all the things. And I think we're both pretty pumped for 2020. We are. Yeah. And I mean, I know I am. And I think, uh, I mean, tomorrow's a big day. We're leaving on our honeymoon tomorrow. Yeah. We're recording this the night before leaving on our honeymoon. It's, what is it? It's almost 7.30 at night. Uh -huh. We have nothing packed. <laughs> I'm outing us right now on my yeah, show. Yeah, there's there's nothing packed. I'm directly outing us. We have we are leaving for 16 days and neither of us have one article of clothing packed at 7:30 at night. Uh-huh. And then you can imagine how excited I was to come home after, you know, a day of 10 clients to Mr. Beaton over here saying, "Hey, uh we need to record something." <laughs> yep, we're going to record a podcast. Um so we're going to talk about the intimacy check-in. So Vienna and I have been uh, leading a lot of workshops lately, and thank you to the, those of you who have managed to come out and join us for either the course or the workshops or the retreats that we have been uh, putting on. Um, and one of the things that we did recently was we led a, a couples class, and we partnered with The Class by Tara and Toomey, and uh, we had a bunch of couples out, and we, we created... Uh, we created a little bit of an intimacy check-in mm -hmm. for you and your relationship. And do you think that single people can do this? Do you think they can do it on their own? They can look at like a previous relationship maybe? Yeah. I, I put this in my newsletter yesterday and I, uh, I guided sort of whether in relationship or not partnered at the moment that you can absolutely still do the check-in and the exploration with you know, a, potentially a former partner and really thinking about how you would have rated some stuff and how maybe they would have rated some things and using that reflection as an opportunity to take an honest look at, you know, some of the stuff in the past. Um, so yeah, absolutely. You can. And for all the couples that are out there, definitely, uh, you can use this format. It's, it's pretty powerful. We actually went through it. We've gone through it quite a few times now. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a great way to get a sense of like where the relationship truly is, um, where you are, where your partner are, is. And uh, so let's, should we walk them through? Do you want to give them any more context for like intimacy check-in? Yeah. I mean, intimacy check-ins and really 
overall check-ins are so important for for couples to do. And it's really easy to forget to check in with each other because we're just looped into the day-to-day, the week-to-week, the month-to-month, and we get busy. <laughs> well, and I think, I mean, I think we would, we would do this at work. We have check-ins at work. We have check-ins with friends. Sure. And I think one of the crazy things about relationships is that because we live in such a, a wild time right now where things, I hear a lot of people complaining that they feel like life is moving faster, mm. um, which is just like a really common thing that I hear people saying. They have more, you know, social media news feeds than ever before, more tasks to do, more, just more everything. And so people are busy. And I think relationships require us to carve out that intentional time to like really connect with our partner. Well, I mean, I think, yeah, we can find every excuse and every explanation and every defense for why this isn't a priority. And the reality of it is, is that you do need to just make intentional, deliberate um, time for for this. We're all busy. We get it. And you have to decide whether or not you're going to show up to improve the quality of your relationship, um, you know, day after day after day. So, uh you know, this this one is a specific check-in in the realm of intimacy. And you and I talk about intimacy being um, a, a process of going innermost with oneself, um, sort of a process and a practice of going innermost with oneself, uh, and then deciding whether or not we we choose to share our inner world, our inner thoughts, experiences, feelings um, with another. And so in that, right, when we think about intimacy, um, you know, there might be a few things that come to mind. It might be with vulnerability. It might be connection. It might be sex. Um, but what we've done is we've broken intimacy down into a number of different pillars that require our attention. Seven, seven pillars in total. Seven pillars in total. And this list is not a comprehensive list. Uh, you know, there are, there are other pillars to intimacy for sure, but the ones that we, uh, listed and, and wanted our, our couples to dive into, uh, were physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, experiential, conflictual, and sexual. Um, again, not a full comprehensive list. You may add others to it. And, and maybe that's something, an activity exercise of your own that you can do to think about what are the other pillars for me? Like one might be uh, creative, right? As just an example of how I want to connect uh, with myself and, and with you. Right? Yeah. And so we wanted to make this maybe not as simple as possible, but we wanted to make it in depth enough that it's uncomfortable, <laughs> which it is. We will have a, a little PDF for you on the website. So you can check out this episode on mantalks.com. Uh, and there'll be a little downloadable PDF there for you so that you and your partner can go through this. Um, and, and, you know, you can, you don't have to like write down everything that we're about to say, uh, cause we're going to give you some of the prompts for these seven pillars. Well, they're, yeah, they're just sort of the definitions, mm. right. Of, of, uh, what they are. And so physical, the way that that we defined it was was affection for one another. It's not sexual. It could be hugging, holding hands, closeness, a sense of proximity with one another. Should we tell them what to do with each one of these? Not yet. Ooh. Well, okay. I mean, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the people in suspense. Beaton likes to jump ahead. I do. I do. Um, Well, sure. I mean, I think if you want to 
venture back here a little bit, right now you can decide or rate yourself from a scale on a scale from one to 10 about on how important each one of these pillars is to you as an individual, right? So 10 being the most important um, to, and one being not very important at all. So I just told you physical. So you can think one to 10, where, where do I land? How important is that? Emotional is the ability to talk about your innermost thoughts, feelings, experiences, and world with a deep sense of confidence. And so rate one to 10. Intellectual is exchanging ideas and thoughts that you think about and care deeply about with respect and admiration. And so rate one to 10. Spiritual is the sharing in awe-inspiring moments together. There may be shared morals, values, spiritual beliefs, religious views, ethical code. Right? It's, it's having awakenings together. And then we have experiential, which is the sharing of experiences together without distractions. Right? There's a deep sense of presence that's required. Conflictual. We can face challenges together and turn conflict into connection. There's understanding of new parts of self and other through the conflict. And then the last one is sexual. We've defined it as being fully sexually expressed, uh, feeling a deep sense of safety and sharing desires and fantasies and hearing them. Yeah, awesome. And uh, I love I love the spiritual one, right? Like having awakenings together. Like I think that a lot of people and 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 look, I don't think it needs to be like super woo woo. I think we can have awakenings together in the sense that when we become aware of parts of ourselves, deeper parts of ourselves, and we bring those forward in a relationship, that is a form of a, of an awakening, and our partner can share in that. Uh, awareness, the awakening of awareness within us that that we're experiencing. And that's that's a really powerful connector, right? When we discover parts of ourselves that have been largely hidden from us about our past or the way that we oper operate or how we've been blocking uh, in intimacy or blocking in, in some form of fulfillment, that is something that when we share it with a partner, it can really create a, a powerful depth of intimacy. Yeah. So, you know, the, the second part of this exercise, right, the first part being just rating for yourself how important it is. The second part is um, your self-rating of how well you are showing up in this pillar in the relationship. And the other part of it is rating your partner how well they are showing up in that particular pillar. And, you know, we, we, we tend to put the asterisks in here to say, you know, your job in this space is really to be honest um, with yourself and with your partner, it can be uncomfortable, right? Sometimes there's resistance. Sometimes we want to protect them by giving a higher number than maybe what it is that we're actually um, feeling or experiencing. And so our invitation for you is to actually rate it um, as, you know, transparently and you know, sort of correctly, I guess, if you will, um, to where to where the relationship is at right now. Yeah. So once you've gone through uh, all seven of the pillars, once you've gone through physical, emotional, intellectual, et cetera, and you've given yourself a rating and you've said, okay, for physical, you know, handholding, uh, some physical touch at home, maybe I'm like a, an eight or a nine, right? And then you rate, rate your partner and you give them their rating and you go through each, each of them. Then we recommend that you sit down with your partner, have the conversation 
And uh, I mean, we kind of made a game out of it, to be honest. Like when we when we actually do this exercise, we've kind of like made a game out of it. So we'll reveal our rating at the same time. <laughs> so like three, two, one, seven. eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and uh, and and just kind of like have some fun with it, make it a little bit light, um, because otherwise, you know, it can it can become like a very serious thing to like go through and. And I think the one one of the rules that we instituted was no arguing about the rating when you're going through and leave the inquiring until the end. Mm. The next rule rule is rather than saying, what am I doing wrong? Or like, why do you think that I'm so crappy at that? Come from it as a, in like a positive way. Empowered. And, yeah, in an empowered way and actually say, you know, what could be better in physical intimacy? What could be better or or how could I do that better? Or how can I show up better for you or for that type of intimacy? And in this way, it's less about the shame or the guilt or what you're doing wrong, unless there's some very specific behavior that you as a couple need to talk about. Uh, but for the most part, you want to come at this from an empowered way and an empowering way for one another. I think, you know, notice some of the discrepancies in the numbers. Notice how some of the numbers feel, right? If you rate yourself low, if you rate a partner low, what it's like to have your partner maybe rate you low. And yeah, like see if there are gaps, right? Maybe you guys are, you know, one, you know, one number away from each other, but you notice that you step up or you step down together. No, ask that question of which pillars are most important to you, right? Because maybe we're doing some well, but maybe they're not the ones that are actually that important to you. And for the people who are, who are single, you know, reflecting back on a dynamic that, that you once had and really, again, trying to take an open, reflective um, approach to, you know, how well did I show up and what would the other person say about me? And take that feedback, right? I know it's a little bit funny to, you know, rate yourself from somebody else's perspective. But if you if you try it, you you probably are going to get pretty close if you were listening to some feedback um, from before. And so using that as a you know jump off point for reflection, journaling, and then intention setting around how we might show up for intimacy in these pillars a little bit differently, or how we can sort of listen to a future partner and and really ask for that feedback. I think the last thing that maybe I would would add into this is when you're going through this exercise, when when you're revealing and going through the ratings and sort of sharing your your experiences with one another, make sure that you're sitting facing each other. You know, if you're in the same room, if you have to do it over video because you're long distance, that's a different thing. But if you're in this, in, if you're in the same room, make sure that you're sitting facing each other, that you're like in a good place, the kids are to bed, that kind of stuff, so that you have some privacy and that you're prioritizing this experience. Yeah. And the last thing that I would say, oh, oh, last <laughs> one last more word, last word um, is that instead of trying to improve all seven of these pillars, I would recommend choosing one pillar and maybe one pillar a month. Right. And just saying like, OK, like the ones that are really important to us are, you know, two, five and seven. And then choosing one that could really use your attention and thinking about in the same way that Connor said before, like, what are the things that I could do to improve this this pillar? What what can I 
do that is better here and making that list of right, how we can actually bring attention to that pillar of intimacy. And so just choose one, bring attention to it, and then check in with each other weekly to see, you know, is that is that number budging, right? How, how am I doing? How are you doing? How are we doing? And just take it slow and don't overwhelm the system. So... Share with us online, tag us at MindfulMFT, at Mantalks. Uh, you don't have to share, obviously, your ratings unless you, unless you want to, um, but it might, be, it might be good to just kind of like share your experience online so that other people can go through and do the exercise because one of the biggest challenges, obviously, that a lot of couples face is that they don't take time and they don't prioritize checking in with one another, in a, especially when it comes to intimacy and these main pillars. And so, so thanks so much for tuning in today. And until next week, this is Connor Beaton and Vienna Farron mm -hmm. signing off.